Steak and eggs, honey. Give me another plate of this garbage. Garbage? That's my number one special! Hello and welcome to the All-Star Superfan Podcast, coming to you live from Rocky's Diner, somewhere in Alaska, I guess. I'm not really sure where that's supposed to be, but I can promise that the cheeseburgers are great, as long as you get everything on it. So, during our Superman 2 Ultimate Cut episode, we asked a couple of key people in the know to get in touch with their thoughts on what their dream cut of Superman 2 is. And we got some wonderful responses in. So many that we decided that rather than tagging it on to the end of that episode, we would make its own special mini episode purely devoted to these messages we got. So if you haven't listened to our Superman 2 app yet, go back, put your feet up, and listen as we talk all things Magic Kiss, Mount Rushmore, Cellophane S, and Freedom of the Press. Now though, let's go back to the fortress where Lex is ready with another Kryptonian crystal. I said, don't touch it. It's not ice. It looks like a crystal. Hey guys, Anthony from Digging for Kryptonite here. Thank you very much for this opportunity to opine about Superman 2. He's not here. It's a voice from the past. That's cute. That's very cute. I've gone back and forth on these two cuts a lot over the years, and where I've currently landed in terms of which cut is better I think it depends what kind of film and what kind of experience you're looking for. So if you're looking for a movie that really feels of a piece with Superman the movie that is thematically and tonally consistent with what Richard Donner did in that first film that feels like Superman the movie part two, then I do think the Donner cut is the way to go. The removal of that Lester Camp brings the tone far more in line with that first film And most importantly for me, the reintroduction of those Marlon Brando Jor-El scenes, I think they go such a long way toward bringing the two movies full circle, tying them together, giving us a really beautiful thematic payoff. This whole notion of the son becomes the father, the father becomes the son, to see Jor-El expend what's left of his life force to restore Kal-El's powers and bring him back, it's such a powerful moment. And again, I really think it ties these movies together very effectively. On the other hand, if you're looking for more of a fun standalone viewing experience and one that certainly is more consistent visually, right? Because they had finished pieces to work with, then Superman 2 is the way to go. And I know you guys have talked about this on your show. The theatrical cut is the one that we grew up with and there's a lot to be said for it. So as happy as I am that we did get the Donner cut, I do agree with you guys. I don't think we should cast aside the theatrical cut of Superman 2. Now, all that being said, and I know a big part of your episode is what what would make for the best version of Superman 2. And I do believe that the best version of this film is a combination of the two cuts. Now, where we might disagree is I would start with the Donner cut as my basis, but there are absolutely aspects and scenes from the Lester cut that I would need to have in my ideal ultimate cut of Superman 2. So most notably, the fireplace scene where Lois learns that Clark is Superman would absolutely need to be there. Of course, General, would you care to step outside? I think that was such a misstep to lose that line (laughs) in the Donner cut. We would definitely uh, need to have that there. And ending-wise, to be honest, I I would still go with the Donner cut, but just end it after... 
Superman and Lois have their tearful goodbye. It's a very melancholy, bittersweet ending, but there's a real beauty to it. Uh, so I would jettison the, the, the time travel reversal, but I would also lose the magic kiss too. I would just have him fly away and kind of end on that note. So that's currently where it stands. But like I said, this is ever evolving. So I might feel differently in a few months, but in any event, thank you guys so much for this opportunity. And I look forward to listening to the entire discussion. Give me another one. Hey, Alan and Rob, it is Mike as requested talking about which parts of the various cuts of Superman two I would keep and which I would probably get rid of and why and all that. I'll try to keep this as short as possible, uh, even though it's <laughs> it's probably a diatribe in and of itself. Anyways, I would largely keep the Lester cut as the skeleton of the movie. There are large portions of that film uh, that I really like, uh, even though they get a little silly at times. I, I think that keeping the beginning of the Lester cut with Superman flying to Paris and what is quite possibly the greatest shirt rip ever done on screen. They, they, just, <laughs> they just took a Kurt Swan drawing and put it on film. It was amazing. Uh, so I, I would keep that. I would definitely kind of get rid of the whole Daily Planet sequence that we saw in the Donner cut because I just I just don't like it. Uh, I, I think it's kind of silly. I think it also plays with the dynamic that Clark and Lois had in Superman the movie, whereas I kind of preferred their dynamic in the Lester cut, uh, even though the Daily Planet does not look the same as the Daily Planet we saw in the <laughs> in Superman the movie. I don't know why I laughed at that. I apologize. I would definitely keep the White House sequence uh, with the, uh, like the full White House sequence with General Zod getting the machine gun and all that because it's just fantastic. I, and seriously, it's like one of the best action sequences in a comic book film ever, and it's kind of a shame that it got cut the way it did because it just kind of gives Zod a little more malevolence. When it comes to the fortress, I, I'm, I'm going to be kind of controversial here. I, I would keep Lara over Jor-El uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, one, while I like the Jor-El sequences uh, as presented in the various cuts, especially the Donner cut, I, I just think that having him talk to Lara gives her something to do. She, she, it's not like she didn't have anything to do in Superman the movie, but a lot of the focus of her scenes was on Marlon Brando, and if you're getting paid that much money, I can see why most of your emphasis would be on him. But I liked that in the second one, he went to his mother. Now, that could be seen as kind of sexist or maybe even misogynistic of, you know, it's the matters of the heart, so you go to your mom. But, you know, when you're talking about the woman you love, you kind of want to talk to your mom. And it, and it gave this Superman a relationship with his birth mother, which is not something that we've seen very often in these adaptations. Uh, I love the fact that on Superman and Lois, for example, when the Jor-El AI was destroyed 
uh, we switch to the Lara AI. I, I just I I just really dug that. So I would I would keep the Lara sequences. Uh, I I really would. Um, I would also keep the little bit of extras that are in like the the Houston scene with the with the uh, Phantom Zone villains attacking that town. The line, he was a boy who will never grow up to be a man, is one of my favorites of Ursa that, unfortunately, was cut from the film. So it's just not going to happen. Uh, I would definitely 100%... In, in, this is the hard one. I would keep General, would you care to step outside... But I would go with the battle as presented in the Donner footage. Mainly because as much as I like parts of the fight in the Lester cut, it just gets damn silly. It really does. Uh, I would definitely keep the ending with the Phantom Zone villains getting arrested. That I, I, I thought was a, a nice little uh, button on that scene. And kind of, you know, proves that, hey, Superman didn't kill these guys. They just... Went into probably some kind of, you know, remember when you had like play sets as a kid and there was like a, a thing for the, like a, a jail cell for someone to fall into? That's kind of what I see as that version of the Fortress of Solitude. Though Lex Luthor's line of, uh, you know, referencing Smallville makes no sense. Um, but yeah, I, and I would, I would definitely not do the, the spin the world back. I would kind of keep it with the Lester cut at that point. Uh, mainly because then him going and confronting uh, Rocky at the diner doesn't look like Clark Kent just randomly went and beat this guy up. So, <laughs> But that is it. I have rambled on for five and a half minutes. I apologize. You can cut as much or as little of this as you want. Thank you, gentlemen, for all you do, and thank you for asking me to be part of this. Bye-bye. Next up, we have the thoughts of Mr. Joe Stefanelli of the Sibling Sit Down, a Sopranos podcast, a wonderful Soprano rewatch podcast. Joe's a big fan of our show, and he is going to appear on a very special episode that we recorded about something a little bit different. And I swear to God, it is going to come out in 2024. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, here is what Joe thinks uh, should be the ultimate quote of Superman 2. I would say that I would, well, first of all, the, one of the most important things that has to stay from the Donner cut is that he has to have sex with her with superpowers so that eventually the child will have superpowers. It never makes sense in the first one that she has sex with a human man and then he has powers. That makes no sense. Um, I really, I would cut Paris and I would, I like that. I like that the hack and sack missile ends up being what releases the the three Kryptonians. Um, I'd love that opening scene where she immediately looks at the paper, realizes it's him. She draws. I would keep that. I would probably keep a little bit more of the Niagara Falls stuff that's in the, the theatrical cut. I think, I think it's acted better. I'm not a particularly big fan of the gun, even though I do, I do hate that he trips and falls in fire because I don't think Superman could, trip but i buy it more i just think the romantic fire i think that i don't think she would risk his life like that i don't think she would shoot him and i know it says blanks but i don't care it's just it's it's dangerous and i don't like it so i, I would keep that um does he fight the guy in the diner in the 
Donner cut. Yeah. I, I would keep, but it doesn't make sense. I would get rid of it. I would get rid of it either way. So both, I would just get rid of the whole diner bit. I don't think it makes sense. Um, and then, of course, I like, see, I, obviously we cut the Superman Batarang shield throat moment. Definitely would cut that. But then doesn't the Donner cut ends with the rotation of the earth again, right? See, I like it better in two than I like it in one, but I, I don't, because originally it was supposed to be in two. So we can't put it there because you've already had it in one. So I'm fine with how it ends with them, with him reversing it. I thought that was clever, tricking Lex Luthor into getting him safe in the capsule. I like that. Oh, and I would absolutely keep Brando. So you're saying you keep the time reversal? No, I wouldn't. Well, well, wait a minute. If if I do, can I get rid of it in one? No. I don't want it to appear no, twice. We're, we're, yeah, we're saying this is the ultimate cut of Superman 2, assuming Superman 1 exists. And is, then no, you have to yeah. get rid of time reversal. You can't do that twice. I mean, you barely did it once. You could barely do it in the first one. So no, I would um, I would keep it how they, how they ended in theatrical cut, where he keeps his powers, but he gets rid of theirs, and he fights them. A magic kiss. Oh God, the magic kiss. All right, how about how about she just know? Are we okay? I mean, can't we just accept that she knows? Yeah, one of the things we discussed was that there's the scene where he leaves her on the balcony and she says, "Oh, you know, I'll I'll see you in the morning." Same old Clark, same old Lois, and it's she's tear stained and she has to watch him flies away. Like it, you know, potentially you could end the movie that way. Yeah, a lot of people have sort of said that. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah. So that that would be my answer. I I I forgot about the magic kiss. Uh, yeah i would just make it that she knows which kind of works out if you do assume they're going into a third one she doesn't appear in the third one so who cares and then in the fourth one she learns about him again anyway thanks very much to joe next up we have an email from darmish chauhan formerly of the legendary superman cinema website uh, i reached out to him to see what he thought Uh, about what Superman 2's ultimate cut would be. And here's what he said. Hi, Rob. Thanks for asking me to provide my thoughts. This is a difficult one. No right answers. I'm Donner biased. So take that into account. Anyway, here is what I believe to be the best compromise. Number one, Donner cut villain and earthquake recap and rocket explosion releases villains. Note stamps acting when he breaks out of the phantom zone in the Donner cut. Way better. He looks shocked that he has escaped. In the Lester version, he's not bothered. Number two, Lois jumps out of the window. Really? I love this because it hides the exposition in a suspense sequence, and we know where we are going. Unlike in the theatrical cut where Lois doles out boring exposition in the hotel, explaining why they have been sent there. Interesting. I like the Paris sequence, and we get to see Superman early in the movie, but it's not as interesting as above. Don't know if I agree with you there, Darmesh. If Dick was able to complete the movie, he'd probably have started with the Superman sequence before the Daily Planet. I agree with you there. Prefer the theatrical cut of Lex's escape. Keep it short. Number four, keep the Donner cut version of the moon sequence with the additional Donner dialogue and end with the theatrical cut villain takeoff. Number five, keep the villains wreaking havoc in Houston. Same as theatrical. Number six, Lois blank bullets. I would prefer the pink bear scene because it's finished, but then what's the point of Lois jumping out the window in the beginning? Would be repetitive. Number seven, mostly theatrical cut of Lex and Eve in the fortress, but use Brando. Unfortunately, they had no idea what to do with Eve because she disappeared from the Lester cut with no explanation. Stick with the Donner cut. I think I found it. 7A, uh, fortress sequences, Superman and Lois, Donner cut, Marlon Brando. 
Number eight, Superman goes to St. Lucia Theatrical. Number nine, Souffle and Dinner Theatrical. That's an awful scene. <laughs> Number nine, A, Deep Power, Decon, Donnercut. Number 10, Journey Back to the Fortress Theatrical. Number 11, Repower, Donnercut. Number 12, Start with the Donner version, Daily Planet and Villains Entering, uh, including Care to Step Outside from the Theatrical Cut. Number 13, Metropolis Battle. Stick with the theatrical because the geography makes more sense. Cut out the unnecessary humor. I agree. Number 14, Villains Return to the Planet, Donnercut. Number 15, Fortress and Deep Power Villains, Donnercut. I wouldn't bother with a villain struggling to get inside the fortress. It doesn't add anything. Number 16, Our Old Friends, the Arctic Police. At least it explains Lex Luthor's arrest. 17, Superman destroys the fortress. 18, Lois forgets, theatrical cut. I don't like the Donner Cut ending. Even though I don't particularly like the Lester version, it's the best we got. Emphatically agree. 19, Clark bumps into the bully, Donner. Very strange. Clark 20, Clark beats the bully. Clark at uh, 21, Superman returns to the White House. Uh, Darmesh gives some additional thoughts then. The problem with the XK-101 explosion and Paris opening is that it's Superman doing the right thing, saving people. What I think should have happened at the end of Superman the movie is that Superman goes back in time and tosses the second rocket into space before it causes the earthquake. It was Superman choosing the wrong option and going against his father's instruction. It's his mistake that causes the release of the villains. That would mean that Jimmy couldn't interrupt Superman and Lois kissing since he's still at the Hoover Dam. Never works when you have to fudge the ending at the last minute. I think Dick and Tom probably discussed this exact thing but couldn't make it work because of the geography of where the characters were. The solution would be to add another character to interrupt them, but it was probably too late to do that. That was a very in-depth answer, so I really, really want to thank uh, Darmesh for sending that to us. Uh, I want to flag as well, I did speak to our old friend Jim Bowers of CapedWonder.com regarding his thoughts on Superman 2, and he did have some interesting answers. Uh, effectively, he did vote to keep the newsroom scene from the Donner Cut, um, while acknowledging that he did really like the Paris sequence as well, and he also believes that, um, if given the chance, Donner and Mankiewicz probably would have come up with something else to include Superman early on in the film. Uh, he also believes that the White House scene in the Donner Cut is better, and he prefers the Fortress ending in the Donner Cut as well. He did make an interesting point, however, that... Uh, Chris Reeve talking to Jorel in the fortress. He personally suspects that they would have reshot that if they had uh, the ability to do so, because you can definitely tell, and we talked about this in the episode, that Chris Reeve was not at his best in that scene as an actor. He hadn't quite kind of adjusted into the role just yet, and Jim Bowers suspects that they probably would have reshot that. Guys, uh, myself and Alan would really like to say a big thank you to everyone who sent in these lovely messages, whether they be emails or uh, voice notes or, or, or even in-person chats. Uh, we just really, really appreciate it. It was one of our favorite episodes to do. A very in-depth, very geeky kind of subject, even for Superman fans. So uh, to see that I got the response I did, we were absolutely delighted. And by all means, if you still have any burning thoughts on Superman 2, please do get in touch. You know where to find us, allstarsuperpod at gmail.com and all the socials as well. Loads of fun stuff coming up in the new year. Stay tuned. We've got Superman. We've got Superman movies, TV shows, comics, 
other superheroes, other crazy things. So just uh, keep attuned to All-Star Superfan. We're going to have a great 2024. Stay safe, stay super, and take care. Thank you.